with the third pick. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The New York Jets select Sam Darnold. Darnold on a keeper. He's going to run right. Lowers his shoulder at the goal line. He's in. Gone away in the days of the lies. Bid a sweet goodbye. Intercepted in the end zone. Seen ghosts. Earlier on the show, ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis. Washington football team head coach. Ron Rivera, coming up from Disney Plus's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, actor Wyatt Russell, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. There is a press conference going on right now in the city of Houston where a couple of women who have accused Deshaun Watson of... um, Behavior that is unmentionable, to say the least, um, have spoken, and they've put their names to it, and uh, Tony Busby is there, and um, and it is on right now. That is happening. Uh, Tony Busby says uh, this uh, lady who, who is speaking right now, and she's visibly upset, said she was assaulted and harassed and has taken her complaints to the police. And Busby says so is another. So, real-life stuff going down in the city of Houston right now, and that is getting to um, quite a fever pitch as we're wondering what is going on with Deshaun Watson, his future with the Texans, and his future in the NFL, and his uh, reputation, to say the least. So, keeping an eye on all that, that was something I looked down at my uh, my phone and, um, and saw during the uh, commercial break, and I figured I'd pass that along to you as uh, we'll update you as conditions warrant here on this show, that uh, we already had a conversation with Jay Billis about the national championship game and Baylor winning it all. Um, I just had a very hot take uh, ending the second hour of this program, saying that I hate one shining moment. Um, And I know I'm in the minority on that. I already heard from my buddy Doug, who has texted me that uh, it's un-American, asking me, quote, (laughs) do you hate the seventh inning stretch? I don't. I don't. That's something that is um, a great tra- question. You know, it's a tradition that goes back over a century, and I love singing with my children. I just don't like the song. I'm sorry. I don't like the music. I don't like the song. And right now, I'm, I'm uh, on our poll question, netting over 40% of people who agree with me. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, uh, that is something I didn't expect. So very good. What is wrong with you people? I don't know. They're with me. <laughs> Wyatt Russell is going to be joining us on this program in 18 minutes time. Um, he is in the new Disney Plus hit, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, from the Marvel Studio, the Marvel Universe. Um, new episode drops this Friday, only on Disney Plus. He is playing uh, John Walker, who's been revealed as the new Captain America. So there's that for Wyatt, whose uh, parents are Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. So he is the uh, father of acting uh, uh, Hollywood royalty, and uh, he loves he loves hockey. He played hockey. And his dad played uh, uh, Herb Brooks for crying out loud. So there'll be a very fascinating conversation with Wyatt Russell in about 17 minutes' time. Uh, Ron Rivera joined us from the Washington football team. He said that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be installed the starter. There's no competition. It's going to be Ryan's gig. I think that's the move. It is the move. Yeah. Taylor Heineke thinks he's going to get that job. He just needs to look up Ryan Fitzpatrick's career. And wait until about week five. Right. (laughs) But guess what? Guess he'll get it back again. 
Yeah, and then like Ryan week Fitzpatrick. eleven, Fitzpatrick gets it back, and then week so about thirteen seven weeks is Heineke. Heineke. Will be yeah. In there. Poll question, Chris. Ask the uh, the football poll question that's been up for a while. Uh, yeah, threw a Go football out uh, this uh, earlier today. Which quarterback with their new team is going to have the best twenty twenty one season? Left Matthew Stafford off. I think we all think he's going to have the best year. But how about these four guys? Sam Darnold is now in Carolina. Jared Goff now in Detroit. Andy Dalton in Chicago. Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick is in Washington. I think he's going to win this poll by a two-to-one margin, sir. Oh, it's a little closer. Right now, Fitzmagic at 43%. Sam Darnold, 35%. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you're going to actually get the full evaluation of him. And the full evaluation of him is I think he will do better than he has with the Jets. He will make the mistakes that uh, that will make you look like this. And um, I pointed to my... Uh, my uh, the hairless part of my uh, of my head, <laughs> you know. And he's a good kid, though. He is good people, and he is a leader in that locker room, and they will love him there. And he's got a coach and a uh, and an assistant that is going to know what to do with him, and he's going to be in a good spot. He's got Christian McCaffrey, easily the most talented player that he's been on the field with. Period. End of story. Robbie Anderson, who had a great connection with, is already sitting there. He will do well. Do so you but, assume that Sam's but, the starter? Absolutely. Who's saying he's not? Anybody? Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, first take was saying it this morning, too. Uh-huh. Teddy, two gloves. Let me just say this. <laughs> Let me just say this. Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater won't even be on the team. And okay. if he is, it, it's because he's, if he is, it's because he tried to get traded out of there. And Darnold doesn't need to have somebody sitting there telling him how to be a professional. He's already learned enough. He already had Josh McCown doing that as a rookie. He knows how to be a professional. That is not his problem. His problem is is not making the mistake trying to jam something in there that's not there. And hopefully Christian McCaffrey getting the ball 90 million times a game will help take that pressure off. And you'll see what an actual evaluation of this quarterback is with some excellent weaponry and some better protection and a coaching staff that knows what the hell to do with him. So that should do well enough. But the guy that should win this poll running away is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I will say this about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a chance to do something very special for this team. This team is ready to win. This team is ready to win. This team is ready to play defense on his behalf. This team is ready to just have somebody make sure they put 21 to 24 on the board. That's what they're ready to do. And they got a coaching staff and a defense that's ready to win a lot of football games. Washington football team, I understand we're going to be paying attention to Dallas, and I know that Dak is being paid all that money, and that's why Dallas will be installed in many people's favorites to win the NFC East. They are going to win the NFC East. Again, I I fully believe it in in Washington. And and Ryan's got a chance to go on a a run. And this is his his best chance. I mean, he's got to be so ecstatic. This is his best chance to win serious football games and play in big-time playoff games. Everybody stays healthy on that defensive side of the ball, and the offensive weaponry takes a step forward. We're all expecting he can really do some damage. And he's poised for this moment. I am a big believer in Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Whoa. Any one of those – no, seriously, man. Any any veteran that can come in and take care of the football, which I know he does not frequently. He's he's never seen a window he doesn't think he can zip one into. Um could have been set up for success. That's why I'm kind of surprised, like Alex Smith and those, obviously stuff was going on behind the scenes we just don't know. Seems but, like them. But any veteran that had an opportunity to just walk into this place, 
is big. I I love his signing, and I think it's gonna. He's absolutely the winner of this poll, and it should have been two to one. Because Darnold is going to have some learning to do, and he's going to have to have some coaching up happen. And he makes the mistakes. He makes the mistakes that'll just drive you crazy. You know, he'll, he'll play some excellent football. He can run. They'll they'll use his maneuverability very well. And then he'll just throw it into double coverage in the end zone. And you're like, brother, what are you doing? What are you doing? And that's why the Jets just had to separate from him. Not just because of what I just mentioned, but they have to start from scratch. They had to start the clock from the beginning. You you, you have a new regime coming in and saying, you know what, we're going to win that with this guy that the fan base was begging to have out because they wanted Trevor Lawrence. Now we're looking at Zach Wilson, and instead of this, we'll just say, okay, let's run it back with this guy. Week four, week five, week six, you're three and three, two and four, same stuff going on. Now what? The coaching staff is owns this. No, they don't. Coach this kid up from scratch. Let's go. Let's go. I think you guys are maybe over. I know you are overhyping Ryan Fitzpatrick a little bit. No, I'm not. The guy's played 16 years, right? He's only won more than five games four times in his entire career. Now he's 38 years old. He did it with the Jets. Okay, okay that's one of the, the four. I know, but yeah, I'm saying like, he won also, 10 games with the Jets. And that was in 2014. Yeah, and then, he, and, then like, he had, and then he had a turnover festival in the game that could actually put him in the playoffs. Oh, you have five picks. Well, let me just let me just tell you. Let me. I, I, the only here's here's the answer I've got for you. Okay, there have been some quarterbacks. Let's name two of them. Brad Johnson's one of them. Who the hell was Brad Johnson? Right. He's a what Florida did Brad State Johnson, legend. What did Brad Johnson do? He won a Super Bowl because he was in the right place at the right time. Okay, unfortunately, right. no, no, Warren no, no. Sapp doesn't say, play for Washington. Chase Young Chase does. Young Chase does. Young is who I've on record is great. He ain't I'm Warren not, Sapp. He I, ain't of Aaron course Brooks. he's not. Of course he's not. But what I'm saying is, I think this defense is set up to be very successful. He might be a little too early for it, but I'll say this too: Rich Gannon. I got it right here. Rich Gannon was 37 years old. He was 37 years old when he started. When he had that. He was age 35 to 37. Everyone's like, what is he? He's a journeyman. Minnesota, a cup of coffee with Washington, then Kansas City. Then he goes to Oakland. And look what happened. Went to the Super Bowl. Won an MVP. I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP, please. I'm saying that later in life we have seen guys who are veteran hands, who've never really had the right opportunity in the right spot, show up in the right spot and have, an, and, and have it all work. I think there's an opportunity for Fitzpatrick to be very special this year because he's got that it factor. And the one thing that's missing from his team, uh, the one thing that's missing from his it factor is happening in the playoffs. I don't think the guy's ever played in a playoff game, actually. I think you might be right about that. I don't think he's, I I don't think he, I, I think that happens this year. And then what? <laughs> then I'll come on and apologize. Would you not, but... No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> This guy is the king of anything can happen on any given Sunday. Go on a run here. I don't All right. Know. If Washington wins the Super Bowl and Fitzmagic is MVP, will you finally back me up, Fitzpatrick, for Hall of Fame? No. Oh, if that happens, I, yeah. No, you don't put him in the Hall of you Fame. Absolutely you absolutely put, put Gannon in the Hall of Fame. You don't put Brad Johnson in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have the stats. He doesn't have the longevity. He does have a story to tell. Come on now. Can't tell the to- can't tell the story of the league without Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> know, can't tell the story of the league without without Brad Johnson, right? He won a Super Bowl. 
Uh, Our buddy Dilfer. No, no, no. Come on now. Who's Stop authoring it. this story, I think, is the question. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, who's, who's the author of this story? I don't know. I think you could tell the story. Oh, yeah, he, he's ne- there's, there's no postseason record for... Yeah, he's for, never played. He's never played a postseason. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not trying to come on here, here and go. act like I know everything, but like that, that's just... I don't know. Like Steve Fisher in 1989, first time in the uh, in the postseason, just go on a run. There you go. Can't sit here and say it's impossible. Can't sit here and say it's impossible. They've got the weapons to help them out, and they got the defense. Also, I'm a little biased at this, on I'm this point, on too, so yeah. we have to take that I mean, Rich, hold on. Ryan Fitzpatrick, better career stats than Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon, 28,000 yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick's at 35,000 oh, right era. now. It's a different era. Different era? It sure is a different era. Come on now. Come on now. 180 career Fitz- touchdowns. Fitzpatrick's at 223. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Let's take a, <laughs> let's uh, let's get a let's get a quick news update right here. All so right, we're on time for Wyatt Russell. Chris Brockman is a news update here. In the and now with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris Brockman. All right, first up, guys, uh, we've been talking about this the last couple days. Atlanta, number four overall. Adam Schefter this morning saying now the teams are locked into the first three picks. Jacksonville, New York. Obviously, now they've traded Sam Darnold and San Francisco at number three. The Atlanta Falcons have now received trade calls from multiple teams Mm -hmm. and are, quote, open to moving out of the number four spot. Yeah, man. Means that it's on. Means they don't want a quarterback. It means that they've decided it's Matt Ryan for the for at least this this time around. Chris Mortensen saying that the Falcons GM Terry Fontenot wants to draft Trey Lance at number four, but head coach Arthur Smith believes Matt Ryan has at least two good years left. Okay. All right. All right. And you know, uh, and Carolina's uh, brass said yesterday, "Hey, we're 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 still thinking of maybe choosing a quarterback at the eighth spot." Meaning, hey, if your if your guy falls, you better come to us. Yeah, you better come to us. I know it's believe nothing season. It's lying season. I totally, uh, who the hell I totally knows? Who the hell knows? You know what? You know who? You know who? Uh, who basically with the Panthers making the Darnold trade and still sitting there at eight? Who really has to a little bit kick kick a rock of the Lions? Because a lot of people thought, oh, hey, if you want to take a quarterback in the draft, you better get in front of Carolina. So and come Denver. to us at yeah, seven. And, and Denver, Denver right. Yeah, yeah. So now Carolina could sit there and say, hey, you want to get one in front of Denver, you come to us at eight. Or they can get a great pass protector, potentially, the kid from Oregon, or they can get a nice weapon to go along with what they've put together for, for Darnold now. But Atlanta, I, I, you make this assessment. The Jets sat down, made the assessment about Darnold. They decided that Zach Wilson is more talented than Darnold. Then let's go. Let's start the clock from scratch. Again, my point of view certainly as a fan that you know you want to take a look at this coaching staff from the very beginning. You're here. You are now hooked up with a relatively new general manager. You are now hooked up with a rookie quarterback. You're now attached at the hip. This kid's success is tied to yours and vice versa and go to work. And now you've also got four or five years to start from scratch with your salary cap. And you don't have to make a decision 
within the next couple of months, whether the kid that you clearly don't have a full evaluation on that you don't think has a higher ceiling than Zach Wilson, you got to pay him $18 million because you got to pick up his fifth-year option as Carolina did for Sam Darnold. Makes total sense. Atlanta's sitting there saying, what about Matt Ryan? Well, I think he's got two years left. Great. You take a look at the cap. We could figure it out. Work we'll it make out. it work. He's expensive, but we can make this work. Great. What do you want to use it fourth overall? Well, if it's not the if you don't like one, you, you think the it's too high for a receiver, too high for Kyle Pitts, too high for this offensive lineman. Yeah, they move back. Move back. And let somebody hop up there because they're they're afraid that the quarterback won't be available. Kyle Pitts on the Falcons would be ugh, scary. A quarterback is getting picked at number four. It's know. just who it goes to. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody may love Kyle Pitts. I don't know. Julio Jones, Calvin Somebody, Ridley, may, somebody Calvin, may love Jamar Kyle Chase Pitts. and thinks that the, the Bengals are going to take him at five. It's all going on right now. Oh, and then, man. you know, are the 49ers definitely taking Mac Jones? Like, are we, are we, are we writing that in Sharpie right here on, on, on April 6th? Big For real? Pencil. Is that what we're doing? I wouldn't do that. Maybe it's at like a raceable marker. But I, yeah. It's in there right now. It's slotted. Penciled in. Which is insane you know, to me, but two quick baseball things, guys, before we get to Yeah, what's up with Tatis Jr.? What do you got for me? If you saw the video last night, really scary. He went down uh, on that violent swing that he took. Left shoulder, diagnosed left shoulder subluxation. That doesn't sound very partial, good. It's a, it's a partial dislocation. He's dealt with it popping out of place in the past. If he does have surgery, it's going to end his season. If not, it could have long-term damage. Yeah. What a shame, man. What, so there's no timetable, obviously, to make this decision? No, waiting on MRI. Okay, Re- reevaluated uh, today. Sending our best to all the Padres fans out there. Ugh. And uh, the Yankees are finalizing uh, trading for Rugnet Odor. Oh, great. Okay. Somebody, Tech, somebody checked in eat, on DJ. Texas is going to eat all of his salary, but uh, or door to the Yankees. Making trades first week of the season. Love it. All right, here we go. And the All Star Game is going to be played in Colorado. Best part about okay. Best part of the Odor trade is hearing how Yankee fans are going to try and pronounce his name. Rugnet Odor is going to be <laughs> dynamite. Odor. Who's this Odor guy? He stinks. Odor. Brockman, you should check on Daniel Jeremiah Oda just stinks. to make sure he's okay. I was Good thing he's named Oda because he stinks. You know what I mean? And he'll punch somebody great. too, Rich, by the way. All right. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> we'll take a break. Wyatt Russell from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Looking forward to chatting with him. Coming up next on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Eisen Show, our radio network, has rejoined our Peacock broadcast here on the Rich Eisen Show. Pleased to have here on the program for the very first time the man who plays John Walker, the CIA agent who has been revealed as the new Captain America, Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, as the pair who came together in the final moments of Avengers Endgame, have teamed up on a new Disney Plus series. We talked about it with Anthony Mackie just a couple of weeks ago, and now the man who is the new Captain America, Wyatt Russell, here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Wyatt? Hey, Rich. How's it going? I am doing, doing great. I am doing well. I am doing well. Thanks for, for being on the program today. Um, so, uh, how did you get involved in this this project, um, I, I, uh, I, according according to a lot of people, I think I took out Chris Evans' legs, and then yes. and then that's that's how I'm Captain America now. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just auditioned and went in, and they called me and said, "Hey, we think that you should do this. That you read for this part mm-hmm. in a Marvel show." And uh, I was like, "Okay." They don't really tell you what you're doing. And I went in and I read, and they said, "Okay, great. Well, you think you're you're great, and you're the guy." And, and then I was like, "Okay, who's who's who am I playing?" And then they tell you who you're playing, and and then you have a couple meetings. And I decided that I thought it would be a good idea. And, yes, uh, here I am. Yes, and now here you are. And I appreciate you you calling in and uh, you know talking about this. It's a, it's a it's a hot show. Uh, my kids dig it on uh, Disney Plus. And we've been watching. We've been watching it together, and we've been we've been eager to see something since the Mandalorian was over. And we didn't, you know, we didn't hit up a WandaVision. We're going to do that at some point as well. But you know, uh, we had Anthony Mackie on on the show the other day. He's just a great dude, man. I just he's a, he's the nicest guy in the world. He's such a good dude. He's so funny, and, and he's and he's uh, he's it's all it's always fun when you find another actor who's into sport, into sports as much as he is. Like yes. he's a real he's a sports fan. And uh, it's not every day that you go into set and people want to talk about, you know, what happened in the Nationals game last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, you I want like, to talk about what happened in the Nationals game? You want to talk about a hot take? I mean, he came on and he was saying that uh, that Sean Payton uh, would rather have lost with the Taysom Hill than won with Jameis Winston in a in a playoff game, or lost with Drew Brees than win with Jameis Winston in a playoff game. That's a red hot take. That's him just being he's 
he's just being contrary. There's no way he thinks that he's the he's a huge New Orleans Saints fan. He's you know? not gonna he wouldn't actually here's the other thing about Mackey that yes. I love. Yes. And also everybody just needs to know. The guy is the king of the of 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 the smack talk in terms of in terms of bringing up something just to just to stir a hornet's nest. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that if you got him in private, there'd be no way he'd really honestly think that. Well, we got Come him on, in public. No we got him in public. He said that on, on, on this show for everyone to hear and for it to be tweeted about. And so what, what, Do you think that's true? There's no way that's true. No, well, I mean, that was his way of saying that he thought he'd that Breeze wasn't as, as useful for the Saints to beat the Bucks as Jameis Winston was, you know, and... And um, I don't. I, right. That's a tough one for me to swallow. I'll be very honest with you. But he did say that. So how how did he stir it up with you? What did he do? Because ho- is hockey your favorite sport, or what? 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 What, what would you no, say is your well, favorite? Honestly, no. To to play, to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hockey was obviously that was my my life. Right. Um, to watch live, there's nothing better than a hockey game, in my opinion. It's just great. You're going to take somebody who's never been to a hockey game uh, to a hockey game is, is a really fun thing to do just because uh, compared to all the other sports, for, for even for a non-sports fan, there's always something going on. There's fights. There's people bleeding all over the ice, and then the goal happens, and everyone goes nuts. It's just a good live sport. On, but on TV, it's reversed. It's the worst sport to watch. On you can't, I can barely get through a game. I watch. I'll, I'm a Kings fan, and I'll watch the Kings. But everything else is like impossible until you get to playoff time. And then for me, yes. playoff hockey, there's nothing like it. It's like there, you these guys. It's hard to explain if you're not a hockey player, didn't grow up idolizing being a hockey player. But I think there's something genetically with the type of person who wants to get up at 4.30 in the morning when you're seven and freeze your behind <laughs> off and your parents are miserable in a rank and that's what you choose to do. <laughs> that's like, that's what you choose to do for fun. And, and, that, and so when you get to the opportunity, ultimate opportunity of winning a Stanley Cup, those guys, it's when, when the Stanley Cup is presented to me, there's, not, there's no other trophy like it. There's no, there's, there's no more tears shed. It's just, it's, it's the hardest thing to do. It's so hard. So let's, let's, and, let's, let's unpack that a little bit here, Wyatt Russell. So, um, you are a former professional ice hockey player, correct? Like what, what, how high, yeah. how, how high a level did you get to I before played, your hip I played injury? Professional hockey in Europe. So I played in Germany and Holland for, uh, a cup a couple years. I had a blast doing it. I played uh, college hockey, where Cam Talbot was my goalie partner. Okay. Um, and uh, so I played along the way with a bunch of buddies who are still playing, and I have a lot of fun watching. Um, Cam's having a, a good season this year for Minnesota. Um, and uh, and so that that was, you know, my past. I got injured in college a lot. I tore my groin. Um, I woke up one day as a sophomore and looked at my future in hockey and said, well, I want to go have an experience. A lot of guys do live in Europe, make a little bit of money and just, you know, and end it over there realizing that, you know, the dream is dead and I need to move on with my life, <laughs> but I still can't let go. So I need to, I need to play three or four more years just to have somebody tell me I got injured. 
you know, basically the year that I was kind of done and saying like, ah, I think I don't want to do this anymore. I got injured. Um, I say that now, but it is like a drug where all of a sudden next year it's like Norway wants to give you six cents to go play over there. Do you want to go do that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything but live life. No, but so so. <laughs> what's the best? What's the best night you ever had between the pipes, Wyatt Russell? What do you got for me? What's the best the night? Best night that yeah. I ever had yeah. in between the pipes. Yes. I, ha- I actually have a couple, but w- one was a four-three loss in Penticton on my first junior A game. Where the hell is that? If you don't mind me asking, in that matter, where's that? Penticton is uh, in British Columbia, it was okay. in the BCHL, um, and I just had a great game. It was just one of those games when where you're doing everything right. I, I, it, we lost three to two in overtime, but it was, it was a game that made me go, that made other people go to, Oh, you can play in this league. And it just, I, it was great. I made a save in overtime where the, where the visiting fans cheered. And it was one of those, just one of those, I had probably you know, 47 shots or something like that. And it was just, it was a loss, but it, at the end of the game, I just, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm, it was, it was a great showing. And the other game was we were down three nothing in a in a series in the in the when I was playing my first year junior, and uh, it was do or die, and I had a forty shot shutout one nothing win. Damn, in Coquitlam, and it was it was, and we came back to win the series. We came back from three nothing. We ended up we actually ended up finishing second in Canada that year, and uh, we lost in double overtime to Saskatchewan. That was a heartbreaking loss. But if any of Richmond Sockeyes are listening to now, bring a tear to anybody's eye. <laughs> a sockeye. Yeah, so there were a couple it. great ones. So, who's the most famous person who's ever scored on you? Then why? Which is a, uh, you got one? Good question. Anybody who uh, you ever probably played? Milan Lucic. Okay, that's significant. I played with Luch. I played with Lucic for a year in Coquitlam. I played against him in Maple Ridge. So it's. Probably Lucic. All right, so who who's Although, the most famous uh, yeah. person you ever cross-checked out of the crease? What? What's the one you ever slashed out of the crease? <laughs> what do you got for me? That's that's a, I, honestly Him. I can't I, I don't know if anybody that was standing in front of a net that I played in yes. was uh was was made it made it anywhere important. <laughs> all right so and then what's it like to be a, a, a hockey kid someone you you who loves hockey so much to see uh your father play herb brooks at the you were 18 years old when miracle came out what the hell was that like to see i mean that iconic hockey film and there's your dad playing herb brooks what the hell was that like well, for that you, was right? funny that was interesting it's interesting because that w- it, until a miracle came out, the, the story of the 1980 Olympic team was was sort of this mythical lore story. It wasn't something that was widely known amongst my age group. Mm-hmm. It was it was known. It was cool if you were a hockey player, but the world had kind of forgot about it. It, it, it had drifted into the history books a little bit, and that movie brought it back and made it tangible and palpable for people who had experienced it. And for me. It wasn't this legendary game. It was only legendary insofar as other people's memories knew about it. We didn't have the. We didn't have, there was no Instagram or Twitter or whatever the hell we'd use now to get our information back then. So it was only YouTube and DVDs. Um, and so when that movie came out, it popularized it. And funny, interesting thing during that movie, they would shoot after we'd play sometimes we'd play in Abbotsford or, or a couple other arenas. Yeah. And 
we'd play the game and my team would play and they'd finish. And then, the, and then the crew would come in and they would shoot. My dad would come in and use the ice and they'd shoot after our game. No so kidding. there was probably five or six times where we'd play, the crew would come and watch. And then the, the, the they'd take over the ice after the games. Two of our players from our team actually left because, you know, they made, they were making 40 grand or whatever. They made some real money during that, during that time. And they left the team and then wanted to come back after, the, the movie was over to join the playoff run, and it was like, nah, I think you made your decision. I think you're done. <laughs> <laughs> did he ever not coming back? Did your dad ever make you skate till your drop after a game? Did that ever happen? Screaming oh, God, again? No. <laughs> he wasn't that. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't that bad of a. There's a, there's a big difference between a parent who makes you do that yes. and a coach who makes you do that. If, if your parents making you do that, I don't know. But I don't have good, great hopes for your relationship with your father. <laughs> Wyatt Russell here on the Rich Eisen Show. I got a couple photographs from your from your past here, and then we'll we'll circle back to your present. Um, some a couple photographs. The first one I believe is from the the 1993 Stanley Cup, uh, last game in the Los Angeles uh, in Los Angeles. I believe that's you next to your mom, Goldie Hawn, who's next to the Reagans, um, oh, Nancy wow. and Ronald. Um, Wyatt, do you remember this moment in 1993? You were just seven. Do you remember sitting with the Reagans um, and your mom up rinkside? I, 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 I remember one day my dad saying, uh, look at that. Remember that guy. He was an, he's an important person. And this, I don't know if it was Dan or whatever, but I do remember seeing this sort of older man who, I, honestly, I think he was sort of losing his mind at that point. Um, and not, not maybe not, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how much he was remembering at that point because I do remember him kind of I, me going, that guy is important. Like, it doesn't seem like he knows where he is. And and uh, so I, I do remember <laughs> feeling that way about Ronald Reagan, where it was like he's definitely at seven. I could tell. I was like, I, I don't think that person is all the way there wow. right now. Unfortunately, that's the memory. That's the that's the memory on ice. Watching Gretzky go at it, you know, with Melrose and everything like that uh, on the bench. It looks like Gorbachev is actually behind the Reagans. Doesn't that look like Kristen? It's really weird. The whole thing is really weird. Meeting Gorbachev, and he was such a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) And now, and now we've got one from uh, the, I believe, last Stanley Cup. You with your contemporaries, I believe, with uh, your brother Oliver and uh, Joshua Jackson and uh, and Chloe uh, Grace Moretz, and there you are Larry I think you're yeah. up it looks like somebody just scored from from the Kings so you are you're I legit that you're was a legit an overtime fan. game uh-huh that was an over that was the game they won the Stanley Cup I think they won the Stanley Cup that game it was Alec Martinez I think scored the game winning goal am I right is someone do you have a fact checker there on a on a computer that's that was the winless. Can talk. Chris, are you? Are you? Is that? That is. Yeah, a, Martinez scored the game-winning goal that w- clinched the cup that year. I think that's your cup-winning moment. That uh, took. Yeah, a, that was it. And 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 I had mixed feelings because Cam was the backup goalie. He'd had an amazing season that year uh, as the backup because Lundqvist went down for a while, and Cam carried the team for like I wanted thirty-five games, a lot of games, a lot of games for a backup, and he got them there or helped get them there. So I did have, I truly had mixed feelings because it would have been amazing to see a friend of mine lift the Stanley Cup, but unfortunately I, it didn't happen. I bet, but it looks like you're having a good time amongst friends and, um, you know, and I, I can't wait to get to, back to all of these fandom moments for yeah, you and for God, hockey. Too. 
uh, Wyatt Russell, a couple of minutes left here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, okay, uh, what what can you tell us about this series and where it is going and, and maybe to tell some people who might be in your grill to calm down a little bit, uh, Wyatt? What do you got for me? Mixing that, mixing <laughs> I don't that want to tell together. anybody to calm down. I'm, 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 I'm happy with however people feel about it. It's great. I, I, could, I could care less. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people have found the show. Um, basically, what's going on now is that uh, a new Captain America has picked up the mantle. We're in, in we're, we're Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Sam have Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier and Bucky. And they are uh, trying to deal with this new Captain America, John Walker, while they're also trying to fight a band of rebels mm-hmm. uh, called the Flag Smashers, which yes. is like a punk band. It's like, they're like kids with they're like bad, kids with bad attitudes in a punk band and superpowers. Um, and they are uh, going to, you know, take over the world. Um, and we all got to try and stop him, but we all have to work together. And I'm not great at working together with people. Uh, people don't love also that I'm not Chris Evans, which I totally understand. You know, I hate that I'm not Chris Evans. I wish I was Chris Evans. <laughs> and uh, but that's not it's, it's 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 not you know. Look, I don't want to get you in any more craziness, but it just it, it is nuts that people have gotten upset. And is it true you have you got, tapped out of social media because of this? Why that people are upset? Uh, no, somebody asked me that. I, I've never had. I don't, I don't have social media. Okay, no, right. I don't. I don't. I've never had it. So your head screwed on right I to begin with. I've never had it. Right. So somebody, you know, what's so interesting about the world we're in now is that you have these virtual worlds people live in. Mm-hmm. Like I don't live there. Right. I I proudly happily live in reality land, and. And th- but there's a world that I think I exist as an alternate being in an alternate universe that people really dislike. I kind of don't mind it because it is a, there is a representation of art aspect to it where it's like this person that doesn't exist where people just despise and they, they unleash their hate and aggression and all this stuff. And I kind of don't mind it because it's, I don't know, it's virtual. It's not real. I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm just here in my house sitting around doing nothing and I, nobody recognizes me and, I'm, and it's great. So all of the, all of the ire and hate and whatever it is, I'd, I'd say like, it's okay. You can feel that way. I wouldn't, you know, go too far with it. And it's still, it's a movie. It's a, it's fake. It's a comic book and it's a TV show. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not real, uh, but, but it's fun. It's what it's supposed to do. It's really, that's, the, that's your job. I elicited a response from people and they, they tell me how they feel. Well, I mean, it's got to, when it all said and done, though, I mean, it's got to be so damn cool to see yourself in Captain America gear. I mean, that is that is like a ch- childhood dream for so many no, people. No, it's it, not. From, for, honestly, it's, I, I, know, I don't mean to sound flippant about it. It's great to be able to work with people that uh, I love working with. It's fan, been fantastic. I've, like, it was a, a great experience. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't grow up... Uh, idolizing comic books. I grew up idolizing sports heroes. Like I just didn't even know that comic books were a thing. I didn't. Mm-hmm. None of my friends did comic books. I mean, none of my friends read comic. I didn't even know it was not a thing at all. Zero, none. And uh, and so this is totally new to me. So it can't. I only found out about it probably like when you know Iron Man came out. I guess when they started doing them like that, they right. were always just kind of like 
mediocre attempts at trying to create comic book movies. And then Iron Man came out, and it was like, oh, wow, these can be great. These can be awesome. They're cool. They're, they can be good. And then, and then I started getting on board. But honestly, it, it, was, it was, the you know, seeing the costume was, oh, great. Like, cool. <laughs> I know what people hate me for it. No, not at all. Why? You got true, your, you know, you got your head screwed on right. It, it's a gig. It's a hell of a gig, and and it's very popular. And I'll just look forward to oh, seeing man. you in the Dominic Koshik story one day, and, and then you'll be really excited. Right? I mean, yeah, I got to work on my check act. Is that what it would be, or is it the Luke Robitaille story, or Patrick Waugh story? Where am I going? The Luke Robitaille story. That would be a pretty deep cut. There'd be like seven people at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I love Luke Robitaille, but the the Anze Kopitar story. I look forward to seeing that in a theater near you, starring Wyatt Russell. You know, I mean. All right. Well, I'll go to you for the funding first. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt, thanks for the call. I hope this is the first of many times. Let's uh, let's keep talking pucks and what's going on in your life, and I'll have you back anytime. So, thanks for the call. Really Thank appreciate you, it. Thanks a lot. You got it. that's Wyatt Russell. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Check things out on Disney+. Plus. New episodes drop every single week, and the latest episode coming out on Friday. So there you have it. People get so upset, you know? They really do. They You're not Chris Evans. Them. Yeah, I know that. So take it up with management. <laughs> yeah. There's right? only one Chris Evans. You know? I understand sometimes people are upset I, I wasn't Stuart Scott that night. You know? Hey, the white guy. Hey, the white guy. That's who I was. <laughs> Joe Douglas, the general manager of the Mets, uh, Jets, pardon me, is uh, talking to the media right now. He looks totally thrilled to do it. That's coming up. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's going to be totally crazy. I mean, back here on the Rich Eisen Show on uh, our radio. Hey, Kentucky Derby is uh, coming up on May 1st. Um, we were just talking about it on Peacock. If you're listening to us, you can get Peacock for free 
and we come back earlier. The radio yeah. uh, audience goes away much longer, so you never, you know, we play old clips. And we have a good times, and and uh, Mike Del Tufo just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but I just dropped an S bomb. I mean, it, the draft is going to be. That. I mean, in, in Mike's defense, it really is his is portrayal be, of the draft it, and how it's going to be. Guano crazy, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, it's accurate. I'm sorry. It's accurate. Oof. Plus, That's Mike's feeling good. Mike's feeling really good about himself. Do you know why? Uh, Mike Del Tufo yes. won the Rich Eisen Show pool. Uh, one great mix, still not over 1989. That's a Seton uh, Hall. I changed my name. Uh, I don't there, know why it's it right there. As you can see, n- none of us had Baylor correct. Nah. Most of us had Gonzaga. My son, uh, Cooper, who renamed his team Snow Dogs and Ski People. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough time left in the show as to why. That's he chose great. Michigan, and that's what cost him against Mike Del Tufo because uh, Del Tufo got more, as you could see, Elite Eight and Final Four. Uh, he got more Final Four points than... Uh, yeah. Then uh, uh, Coop had elite eight points over Mike. Best in the world. Um, at time, we have a tie in third place. Best in the world. That's you, TJ Jefferson. That is me. Congratulations. Thank you tied. Yo, Tay Tay is awesome. My seven year old daughter finished yeah. in third place. Baby She's smart. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> look, I don't, look, I celebrating don't wanna, with a baby shark. I don't want to so be yeah. a hater yes. about this whole thing either. But you're about to be. I, no, you tell Careful, me after I tell daughter, you. My daughter, you I'm not. I'm never hating on Tay Tay. She's a goat. But Del Thank Tufo, you. right? Before we did this, Mike gave us this whole. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't know any teams. Blah blah blah. And then he went to straight. I'm just going to copy Jay Billis's. Picks. Is that what you did? I went chalk. With most of my did picks. you go Jay no, Billis's picks? I did not copy. He Jay said Billis. he was going to. Okay, go I just want to say he's going to say he didn't. But in the two days leading up, Mike kept saying that he was just going to go you guys, Jay Billis's picks. So I, I can only take a man for his word, Rich. And if you tell me that's what you're going to do, no, I went. I went well, chalk. Daddy schools his kids, which is me. I, I, I God bless. I just beat Xander by ten points. Uh, no makeup this year. Chris Brockman only kept out of the basement by Adam Shudwin, our <laughs> call screener, who is dreadful. Oh, booty. Boy, you're so terrible bad. at this, Chris. You're not just good. awful at not this good. thing. He would have been in the clown makeup but, to be on here, people. Yeah, that's true. Before the tourney, I did say I was going to do bad because I didn't watch any bad college basketball. You by think Mike Del Tufo watched basketball? But he, he said that he was just going to pick all the number one. Well, Chris, I did. I, I right now he said he didn't do that. So I got to take Mike at his word. That I chalked he, a lot of it. <laughs> one last uh, item before we leave. Uh, there is a new goat. Um, and, you know, I guess there's two. We, we know Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. He's a natural at hosting Jeopardy as if the as if there's not enough uh, going for him and things of him wanting to do in his world. He went on Good Morning Football today and actually said he could do both. He could continue to play football and be the regular host of he Jeopardy. He should be the regular host. Um, so, so the new goat is uh, in his in his first um, uh, show hosting. The contestant, uh, one of the contestants, betting nothing on Final Jeopardy, meaning no blood. He could write whatever he wants down. Wrote down this for Aaron Rodgers. Category for final today is daytime TV personalities. And a clue. Accepting a Lifetime Achievement Emmy, he said, just take 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are. Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? (laughs) (laughs) 
That is a great question. It should be, <laughs> should be, should be correct, but uh, unfortunately for this, uh, this game today, that's incorrect, and you're going to lose zero. Thank you for that, and congrats on your two-day win streak. There you go. <laughs> By the way, the right answer. It, it is the fantastic sports version of who are the people not in my kitchen, right, who have never been in my kitchen. Took a little Cliff, Cliff Clavin page. Yep. Although Cliff, I think, bet money on it, right? Oh, Cliff bet it all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and look at this dude. He's like, on right. behalf of all Packer Nation, he even leaned in for the answer. <laughs> he knew. We all know who is Matt LaFleur. Rodgers kind of agreed with them, there right? We and, well, Jeopardy also put out on their Twitter handle, Rodgers, what Aaron said to him once the cameras were off. And he's like, hey, man, my first episode, you know, what an answer. <laughs> yeah, who is Matt LaFleur? Actually, the question is, why is Matt LaFleur <laughs> sending Mason Crosby on the field? Look at his reaction. By the way, yesterday, I kind of called it, said there was an exclusive that before Final Jeopardy, the producers were going to send Mason Crosby out on the field and take him out. <laughs> In a way, kind of happened. Rodgers wow. is a natural. He was so He's good. He everything, yeah, man. He would just get better He should better. just be the regular host. No he one would have a problem. He with said that. on Good Morning Football today that he could, you know. And if anybody, could hey Aaron, him. come on, leave, leave some of the Plum TV gigs for the rest of us. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right. got a day job. Come on, <laughs> we're chising this here, folks. Jay Billis, Ron Rivera, and Wyatt Russell want to thank them for being on this show today. We'll tell you who's on our show Wednesday when we come back to take you to Peacock. But on radio, we'll see you then.